Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to It's All Kicking Off, another football roundtable discussion podcast with myself, Adam Wilborn, Adam Cleary and Benjamin Richardson here to discuss another burning football issue. But before we get into it, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Football on either iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily football podcasts. But gents, we're already getting excited about the Champions League in this office. Before we start, can I just say I literally get tweets now about me pointing out that it's all kicking off as a bad name. People yeah, going, I saw that one yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you're right. It is it's all kicking off as a bad name. But yet, I will say, my ire is not directed towards you anymore. <laughs> it's directed to all these people who agree with me that it's a bad name and, like me, can come up with no other better <laughs> solution. So it's going to remain that until... Uh, this is 4-4 until... news all over again. Yeah. Oh, it is God. a poor name. Yeah. How about just the What Culture Football podcast? No. No, because the video as well. Anodyne. Yeah. Can't yeah, do it. True. Video, video cast? <laughs> Vid- I don't know. Anyway, let's get on with talking about... Oh, wait, hang Champions. on. Keep going. Champions League. We will... Uh, we will give... Oh, very good. We've got to put the football sign up behind us. We will get into... Didn't spend all this money... On this, address the set properly, did we, viewers? We will get into our predictions as who we think may win the Champions League in a short while. But before we get into that, there's been uh, some shock departures, arguably before the, before the Champions League has even begun. Yes, um, we've already seen, I don't know if it's a shock really, but we saw Celtic crash out last night. Have a hands it was of... certainly a shock to Celtic fans. Yeah, it wasn't a shock to me necessarily. The clues <laughs> have become... Champions League regulars in yeah. the last 10 years or so, I think, have been in four... four Remember watching both their stages? games against Chelsea the other year? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, they're all right. They never get very far, obviously. They have like infinitely fewer funds than the teams have gone mm. against, but they're, mm. they're not a joke. They are the champions of Romania. Mm. Um, <laughs> I love that, as you say. They're not a joke. They're the champions of Romania. Well, you know, it's, and it sounds ironic what I'm saying, but if you think back 30 years ago, you can all remember that far back. Stoy Bucharest oh, yeah, yeah. won yes. the Champions League in 1985. That, used that to be Romanian possible. team at World Cup 94 yep. to, to be not trifled with. To be honest, mm. the Jorge Haji's goal against Argentina, my, to, to this day, my favourite goal of all time. Is that Ooh. true? Yeah. We oh. should do that, shouldn't we? We should do favourite goal of all time. I yeah. mean, it's not necessarily relevant today no. to what happened to Celtic. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was uh, the 1 5 4 in aggregate mm-hmm. in the end. The, I Celtic think, lost 4 3 at home. Yeah, which is very rare. That to occur, so I will. Say, I didn't really keep up with the Celtic game too much. I sort of was doing other things last night, dipped in and out with the score. I did have since, since seen the clip of I think who's your man on Sky Sports, the the, the Scottish one, Alan not Charlie Nicholas. I Alan McAnally. He's given apparently Celtic have just had a chance at three all, and he's like, oh, he's gone up there and he's done it. Oh, yeah, oh, I don't believe it. I've scored. 
it was quite amusing. I did also see that McGregor was trending before the game because mm. they'd stuck him in at left back or something like that. So, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one for Celtic. Obviously, well, people are going to bring up the financial problems with it. They've just sold a left back to Arsenal. Yeah. So they so. obviously needed a replacement. But <laughs> nevertheless, if they certainly have, I'd say they probably have enough in that team to have won at home against Cluj. Yeah. And they just seemed like they completely collapsed. They conceded with 17 minutes to go to give Cluj the away goal advantage. Mm. And then in the final minute, Cluj turned the knife and... Mm. Got got the uh, got the fifth on aggregate. And that's, disappointing. That's I always used to enjoy watching Celtic in the Champions League because they'd always well, every now and again pull out. I remember them beating Barcelona years ago. I did, but in the last decade or so, and even fifteen years, has become a really depressing experience. As I tend to go to teams like Barcelona and just mm. get absolutely crushed. Was it Nakamura who used to score all those free he kicks has, for them? Yeah, mm. and he's still playing. He recently signed, re-signed for um, Yokohama F Marinos, where he's not even the oldest player in the side. What? Do you, do you do you remember the meme where the lads, the Celtic fans, got the uh, Nakamura sticker? He's like Shansu, Shansu, Susu, Nakamura, Nakamura, you fud. One of my all-time favourite memes, yeah, that. Yeah, it's very good, that. Um, yeah, so disappointing news for them, but arguably not the biggest shock of the Champions League qualifiers. I think Porto fall into keeping Krasnodar was a big shock. Uh, was to, it, though? Well, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, Porto was Porto. You take the yeah. reputation of the club going into it, but like they had a disastrous transfer window. Like They, they locked Edda, yeah. Militao. Like, they, some of their best players left, and you wouldn't say they've replaced them with bankable bankable standing so I mean don't be wrong never, never them, going, them going out to Krasnodar I'm sure the club will be absolutely devastated by that Krasnodar but. finished third in the Russian Premier League last year which you know it's not brilliant no. the, um, of an old pal of yours assigned from Sanatian this summer Remy Caballer oh yes yes I saw that um, so yeah again they're not a joke team but part of it haven't this is the first time they've failed to qualify for the group I think they would, they would certainly expect years. it to go through, yeah. but you can't... And this is the third qualifying stage. This isn't even the playoff mm. round. Mm. So, like, this represents a huge failure. Actually. I know they lost yeah. a lot of players, mm. but even so... They, but it's not just that they lost a lot of players. Like, they haven't even really re- reinvested the money. No. Like, I think they've op- they're currently... I know there's still time to go in the European mm-hmm. transfer yeah. windows, but they're and, still and operating on a net fair, uh, profit. Although, although they obviously can't compete financially with the teams above them anymore, and they, they are a selling club within the wider context mm. of European football, within Portugal, they have all the financial advantages because mm-hmm. they're Spartan and Benfica get to organise their own television rights. So they can take the, wow. the crop of any talent within that league. It's similar to sort of Real Madrid and Barcelona in Spain. Yeah. And there's also a lot of third-party ownership going on with teams in Brazil. Mm. So if they've got a constant supply of great players. They're basically the gateway to, to Europe for a lot of South American as best. There's no excuses to be losing at this stage. And we nearly lost as well the... Uh, semi-finalists Ajax uh, scraped well this through. is exactly the same as Porto yeah. isn't it like they've lost a lot well not a lot of players but they've lost some crucial players Ma- over the Matthias Delight has went to Juventus uh, Frankie de Jong's went to Barcelona now I, I the big club's coming in picking up all them yeah, little blonde it, bitches I, I find it really really <laughs> it makes me sad I, it does it really because if you get uh, to the Champions League semi-final and you're as uh, exciting no, team as Ajax is in, in, unless the purpose of a club is just to generate as much profit as possible. There's mm. no purpose to I, being successful. They I got mean, fully monocoed, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I mean, Ajax weren't everybody's tip at the start of last season. They were mine, I will say right now. Oh, here he I goes. Had, <laughs> I had them as dark horses. I, I watched them against Bayern Munich in the group stage and they absolutely blew me away. They were fantastic. And I thought it was a, it was a crying shame that we got knocked out by Spurs. No, again, no offence no offense to, no yeah. to Spurs fans here, but I was... After I got over the initial pot of like, oh my god, a last minute goal in a big game—that's the most exciting thing that ever happens. I was like, 
oh, I kind it of was... really wanted to see Ajax in that final against yeah, Liverpool. Because it would have been a, a real, a, such a romantic final yeah. to have seen Ajax back then. And to be honest, it would have been a much better final. Yeah. Because yeah. Ajax would, <laughs> yes. would have went out like all guns. It was a final, was it? No, it was awful. Uh, so they scraped through. They'll now play uh, the Cypriot side, Apple, Apple Nicosia, for Apple a place. Nicosia, they'll be uh, the um, Uzbekistani Karabakh. Ah, right. They beat them. I'm glad you pronounced that and not me. Um, they beat them. They're going to now play each other for a place, of course, in the group stages. So now... Oh, sorry, I've, I say Uzbekistan. I think it's actually Kazakhstan. But we, we would never have corrected <laughs> Answers you. in the comments. This is why you're here, Benjamin. Um, so, actually, very quickly, before we before we move on to who we think is going to win the Champions League final, did we all see the funniest news story coming out surrounding Marseille, a Marseille player? They've sacked... Yes, Adil Rami. Rami. Adil yeah. Rami, uh, uh, an unused, <laughs> I think, an unused substitute in the World Cup final, of course. I was going to say, he's, no, he's not like some youth no. team player who's been caught one out. Of the, one of the finest moustaches in football. Yeah. Uh, and he was he was sacked for missing training, uh, missing a training session in order to compete on Fort Boyard. Which we were talking about in the office the other day is actually a banging show. Really yeah. exciting. Does Dirty Den still host that? Or <laughs> I don't I don't I've not watched it in ages, I don't but I do remember Fort Boyard. Isn't it? I don't I'm not sure. <laughs> Melinda was... Messenger surely must still have a job on there. Yeah. See see the way Marseille have recently appointed um Antonio Villas Boyos as a manager of mm. summer. An oh what a handsome man. He is, but his managerial credentials are increasingly looking a little bit Suspect. Ah. So they had an absolutely horrendous preseason. They lost to Accrington Stanley. Who were they? One of them, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> they started off. Shut up. <laughs> started the league on campaign with a defeat. Um, so I think it might be in Adil's, Adil Rami's interests to spend this season on Fort Boyard rather than. <laughs> rather than playing for Marseille. I didn't, you, just didn't th- you just don't think that football teams can sack players, do you? Because the amount of times that like they want to get rid of a footballer and can't offload him. They just apparently they just can't they can't just sack them. No. Another, another thing I love about Adil Rami, uh, and I don't really ca- I don't want to cast aspersions on his romantic life, but the fact that he's dating and might have even married Pamela Anderson, it's a bit of a it's a bit of what? a spring autumn relationship. And to me, that seems to, that he, he watched Beer Watch as a child. He watched Barb Wine. Thought got a bit of a thing for this lady. And then 20 years later, he's uh, so. <laughs> and I'm fairly certain Fort Boyard was still going at that time. <laughs> it was so. It, Astonishing. He's, I also like the fact that Sorry, can we, just, can we just go through that once more? What do you mean might have married? Well, I don't know if they've since made their relationship more permanent. But the relationship is yeah. legit. Yeah. Adele Rami and Pamela Anderson. Sorry, would yeah. she be called Pamela Rami? Pamela <laughs> Rami. <laughs> Pamela Rami. That's a good old topic here. It's just, see, when... when Ramela he... Anderson. <laughs> When, when he was growing up, Pam Anderson was married to Tommy Lee yeah. Jones. Yeah, we've all seen it. So he must yep. have... <laughs> <laughs> we've all seen it. He was probably thinking, this is a dream that can never be fulfilled. Hang on, how old are Adel Rami? Uh, I think he's 30, 32. So 30. Stati- he's almost certainly knocked one out over that... <laughs> as a teenager. As yeah. a teenager. Wow. Just, anyway, one last, hey, look. Just, just one last thing on the Champions League. Okay. Make, uh, make your dreams <laughs> come reality. <laughs> I also want to mention Olympiacos yes. uh, beat... Ist- I want to pronounce this correctly. Istanbul, Basha, Kashir. Yes. So well done. That's correct. Now you look at their team. It's like a who's who of 2007. They've got Arda Turan, Gael Klichy, Demba Bar, another Newcastle. Uh, I would say legend, I suppose. Eliera Elliot and Rubinho. What? Rubinho. Even though he's currently, well, he was. Re- it's not a nice thing. It's a touch upon. But he was convicted of sexual assault in oh Italy dear. a few years back. And he's still waiting appeal. Why he's allowed to continue playing football, I do not understand. Mm. So I'm, I'm glad to see him knocked out. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so let's move on and look ahead to the rest of the Champions League. Uh, who are your predictions for, for this year's winners? Oh, right, this is so boring. This is so, <laughs> so, 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 so boring. But we did, the th- we did. how well these conversations last year, right? And everyone was like, I Man City. Could be Man City's year. Squad's really good, blah, blah, blah. They looked excellent. Pep's got them playing a certain way. I, again, not to pull a Benjamin Richardson here, I did say, mm, think their strength and depth might not quite be what you need. I think some of the players they bring in aren't quite going to get... If they have a couple of injuries or whatever, they might struggle with some of the group stages if they get unlucky and come up against a team that's playing mm-hmm. a full strength, for example. I look at that Man City team now and the players they've added in the positions they've added them, and it is just so specifically designed to bore their way yep. meticulously to a Champions League win. And I just... I would love to say all the money, all the filthy money Barcelona have spent, they could be dead exciting and they could do it. But again, I think they're two or three injuries away from being a much weaker side. I think you're... Real Madrid's a, Real Madrid are two or three injuries away right now from not being able to put a team out. Like I just think, ugh, in, I can't if in it. the case of sorry, I'm sorry? Just in, so in the case of um, Barcelona and Real Madrid, the transfer window hasn't yet shut, mm. so they do have the opportunity to strengthen. Real Madrid could yet bring in Neymar, for example. If um, if that Sterling goal isn't disallowed against Tottenham via VAR mm-hmm. do they win the Champions League last year it would have been interesting to see because Liverpool really 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 found a groove towards the end of that season I thought they were miles behind City in terms of quality and the runs they were capable of going on but literally they, the run they went on the end of that season you should not finish on 97 points no. and not win your domestic league it's, it's absurd and they carried that form brilliantly into the Champions League they blew Barcelona pure, pure momentum in that second it leg was brilliant out. and I think if Liverpool played Man City tomorrow, I think Man City would absolutely wipe the floor with them. I think if they play them in two or three months' time, I think they'll wipe the floor with them. I think on paper, Man City are a much, much better side, but the momentum they had in that last stage of that season, I think if they played them, Liverpool probably would have beaten them and beaten them, I don't want to say comfortably, but they certainly wouldn't have. It wouldn't have been an underdog, scrappy mm. victory. Mm. I think they could have conceivably outplayed them. So maybe, I would. I can't think of a match I would have wanted to see more yeah, it would have been a great season. Ending, that. Wouldn't it? I mean, I'll tell a lie. I wanted to see Barcelona Ajax more <sighs> than I wanted to see that because yeah. of the pure football heritage and romance of it all. But just in terms of what would the best Champions League final have been, 
City and Liverpool trying to just outbox each other would have been especially uh, as, as as City were would, would be going for the quadruple in that mm. case. Yeah, I don't I don't have any interest in seeing any Man City match ever again. Quite honestly, <laughs> let's let's the will in the Champions League. That's it's a fact, and there's a good reason why. It's because for a meticulously manufactured. Uh, industrial winning machine, mm. a, a ludicrous exercise in sports washing, and one of the worst things that's ever happened to football. So take them out of the equation. Didn't your Middlesbrough team beat them eight-one before they had they money did do on that, the yeah. final day? Yeah, yeah, it's your was, fault, really, then, uh, to an extent. But that it was Faxon Shinawat came in. No, I think he was already on the. Yeah, Sven was in yeah. charge, wasn't he? I think. So it was a couple of years after that. It was a yeah. Sven. A really great free kick by Fabio Rockenbach. I remember back it. when football was great uh, footballer. A real thing. So yeah, they're, they're obviously going to win this year's Champions League and maybe the next five. But if they weren't in it, I'd be looking at... I really don't know. Everybody was saying Juventus last season on, mm. the, on the basis that they'd bought Cristiano no, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. It didn't really work. Though. Well, no, because uh, although they brought Ronaldo in, he was sort of patching over some, mm. some cracks in that side, namely how slow midfield was for the age in defence, the fact that there was no one else to score the goals. And uh, Asmiliano Allegri getting sort of to the end of his tenure. I actually think Juventus going into this Champions League much, much stronger. They've yeah. had such a shrewd summer, mm. bringing in Aaron Ramsey, uh, Matthias Delight, as we mentioned before. Uh, they've sold Joao Cancelo, but Danilo's a, an adequate replacement. Mm-hmm. I actually think they're far more dangerous this season than I they agree. were last. Um, Barcelona as well, as you mentioned, can't rule them out. Looking elsewhere, I don't see many contenders. Bayern are having a complete... Bayern are having a weird one, aren't they? Well, they've just lost Robin. They've mm. just lost Ribéry. They've both retired. They've bought Benjamin Pavard. It was good. It feels like a massive transitional season yeah, for Bayern. Yeah, that's really. what it is. So we re- I don't know what to expect from them. Mm. Uh, I think in, Inter have got aspirations. I think Inter, with under Antonio Conte, could be a real threat. Mm. Like... They'll be very, very tactically astute and very difficult to beat, but I don't necessarily think they've got the quality. It, they're one of those. A lot, there's a lot of sides at sort of that level where I could see on their day maybe springing a surprise, but when you get over two legs mm-hmm. and against much better teams, yeah. I think they don't. The maybe team I'm most excited to see is Atlanta. Ah, interesting. I don't think they'll do very well, but I think they're going to be so much fun. Like last year, the effectively won Serie A the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. They went on a run where they lost something like one in fifteen. They scored the most goals in Serie A for such an exciting side. It's Jean-Pierre Gasparini plays a four-three-three system, where it just it's very similar. to... I don't know if you know the the Czech co- coach Zdeněk um, Zeman. Oh yeah, yeah, we go yeah. drinking with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he used to play. He plays a very similar style where right. it just it bollocks. Doesn't does go on about it as well. <laughs> um, one side who always targets the Champions League because the rest of the the, the leagues are easy. Yeah, it's PSG. PSG. Yeah. Do they have a shot this year? Uh, I mean. Here's the thing about PSG, right? Or should I say, every where t- are they going to go every out? Every time they go out, you look at it and think, well, of course they've gone out. It's PSG. They don't play in a competitive enough league. They spend all this money at certain areas of the pitch and don't really, they don't, because they don't need to address like depth of the squad. They don't, they don't need brilliant centre midfielders. They only need one or two good centre backs. Like they don't need to build a squad of the quality that teams playing in Germany, Spain, or England do. So understandably, they end up going out. But the, they've got really good players, like, and they've <laughs> and got, also- and they've got enough firepower to score goals. I mean, we've seen them score goals against really big sides. And up until that penalty against Man United, they were going through yeah. it. This is, this is a thing. Every year, they seem to get knocked out in some sort of dramatically farcical manner. It's never the Barcelona been, one. Yeah, they've, 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 they've had that absolutely wrapped up, obviously. Unless I'm, unless I'm making this mistake. They were 4-0 up, yes, weren't they? Yes. In the home leg, and then lost 5-4. Bar- Barcelona needed, like... The three goals in the last sort of five minutes or so, didn't they? The, the cosmology that required Barcelona to go through in that round was just... 
ridiculous and it, they needed huge favors from referees as well and they got everything that mm. they needed uh much like manchester united did last year i'm not suggesting there's a conspiracy i just think they've been very unfortunate but i don't again, i don't think they've been so unfortunate that they could have won it and haven't i think but i think they've been unfortunate where they've gone out yes yeah. i think to be honest if you psg i think you get to a semi-final and you go out against uh, Barcelona, Real Madrid, uh, Manchester City, something like that, I think you've had a very good but, Champions but, League. But given they're basically a French parallel parallel of Manchester City, um, I think it's quite funny. Yes. <laughs> um, Manchester City are, of course, the bookies' favourites, followed by uh, Barca, Juve, Liverpool and Real Madrid. Yeah, we've not mentioned Liverpool here. I, I think it's because, what do you say? They haven't really changed the squad much, but I mean, won it I last year. I sort of feel like they're going to go back a little bit. So do I. I, th- I, I mean, I've said this to you in a couple of times, I think that... You know, if you don't strength, if you stand still, you go backwards in mm, world football. Yeah, I mean, and quite dramatically, I no, think there are a couple of injuries. Again, I've said this a few times, but there are, I think they're two or three injuries away from being a much less strong squad. There's, there's, there's a lot to be said for developing. Weaker, that's the word for less yeah. strong. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> there's a lot to be said for developing the players you have for mm. a good coaching and putting trust in the players. Oh, which you've which they absolutely have. Which yeah. we have. It's similar to Mauricio Pochettino, and that's bought some fruit. Uh, but I just think they had such a dramatically good season last mm. year. I don't know how they can get any better. And we talk about, you know, uh, teams being distracted. Liverpool, more than anyone, arguably, will be concentrating more on the, the league, league this yeah. season. It's, it's so peculiar about Liverpool won the Champions League last year and it felt like a consolation. It was kind of weird really watching them lift that because yeah, I think if you'd offered Man it, City and Liverpool to swap seasons, it was such a, they would have both taken it. It was like a bittersweet celebration. Yeah. Which is bizarre for a club mm. with such a pedigree in the Champions League and such a, such Someone a winning the Champions League as well. Because yeah. it was such a crap final as well. That uh, too. Just two teams we haven't mentioned. First, Napoli. Yes. Who I think, I think they're going to challenge Juventus quite strongly in Serie A this year. Be- simply because Marit- um, Maurizio Sarri's uh, unknown quantity, not in the league, but just it'll take yeah, a bit of squad, an adaptation. Yeah. Yeah. They've also brought in Irving Lozano from PSV, which I think is a fantastic signing. I also want to mention Atletico Madrid. Yeah, see, Atletico are always one of those, aren't they? Like, even when... Because, again, we're talking about buying before. Atletico go through transitional seasons mm-hmm. all the time, seemingly. And yet, every time they do it, they seem to be stronger as a unit. That's down to Diego Simeone and how, how much belief he has in his methods. So, they lost Antoine uh, Griezmann and Diego Gordon in the summer. But they've brought in Joao Felix mm. for, what, 126 million euros, something ridiculous. 100, yeah, 126, I've got here. Um, he could be wonderful... Uh, also, Kieran Trippier, which is a sign that I can't wrap my head around. I keep forgetting that. Yes. Kieran Trippier at Lethico Madrid. Why? What, one other team I would like to mention, because I've tipped them to win a trophy this season. And Chesterfield aren't in the Champions League. <laughs> it's Tottenham. You know, they obviously had a, a phenomenal yeah. success in the, yeah. the Champions League last season. I, and they've they've got a better squad this year. I'm not saying they're anywhere near the calibre of, of your Man City's and your Bar- uh, Barcelona's and your Juventus's. But... If they can take what they did last season and build on that, they, they they are not going to win the Premier League this season. It's fairly obvious that. But I do think they are going to win a trophy one way or another. And I think this could be a real chance for them. If they can get out of their group, top the group, get some decent opponents in the knockout stages, who, who says they can't the go The thing I'll way? say about Spurs is for the same reason we think Liverpool might have to regress slightly this year because so many of their players played to their absolute maximum or above themselves. There's no way everybody can be that good again this season or they might not get the benefit of injuries. I think Spurs are kind of that from a team perspective. Like so many games in the Champions League last year, they played to their absolute maximum Mm. or in a couple of cases, especially the Ventus game, well above what you'd think they were capable of. And I think you're going to be really, really stretched to see them going to the final again this year because you simply can't play that well, that consistently against much better teams. The other thing as well, I thought on an individual basis, quite a few of their players had had disappointing seasons. I thought Danny Rose Mm -hmm. went backwards. I thought Deli Alley 
went backwards. Um, two years, two seasons yeah. now for Deli Ali. Which again, and I've said this every time I bring up Deli Ali, I always say, oh, he's had a bad season, he's had a bad season. I think it's purely the standards he set that mm. first two breakthrough seasons. He's probably been absolutely I fine, thought, but Spurs thought, fans probably still love I him. I thought towards the end of the season, they were relying quite heavily on the forward three, Son, mm. Kane, and uh, Lucas Moura really stepped up. Um, uh, Hugo Lloris hit a bit of farm as well. But, but I, think we, I think there is room for improve. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think they've made some really good signings. Tangai, uh, Tangi Undombele is a really great, great signing. Mm. I'm excited to see what he can do. Well, exciting times ahead of the Champions League. Let us know your predictions on who thinks they're going to win it this year in the comment section below or on Twitter at WhatCultureFC. In fact, watch there. Follow all three of us. You can follow Adam Cleary at... Adam Cleary, C-L-E-R-Y. You can follow Benjamin Richardson at... Uh, B-A-R Threepwood. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. I said follow us all at WhatCultureFC. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Football for daily football podcasts. My thanks to Adam Cleary and to Benjamin Richardson. Thank thanks to you for watching, and we will see you soon. Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.